Um, I just want to welcome everybody to the club uh, where we have our podcast every single Saturday at 9 p.m. EST. Today we have a very special guest, the Ada Ninjas Project, um, an OG project project in the space and somebody that has been building for a long time. So we're super excited to have them on. If you guys can't listen to the entire episode, we are going to be live on all platforms after the actual live stream. We're going to upload on YouTube. It's going to be on Spotify. It's going to be on Apple Podcasts. It's going to be on all streaming platforms so you guys can watch it there even if you can't stay for the entire time. So don't you're going to have access to it. Um, other than that, Aiden and just uh, Tommy. I'll call you Tommy since you're, you're the one behind the account right now. Tommy, how, are, how have you been? How's your day been? I'm super excited to have you on. Yeah, look, it's uh, 11 a.m. here on, on a Sunday uh, at the moment. And, you know, this weekend has been quite quite intense for us. You know, no, no days off this weekend for us because we're focusing on delivering for the, the Great Ninjas Bird coming up, uh, which I'm excited to talk about. But, yeah, super excited to be in the space. Definitely, definitely. And I've seen that you guys have been very active on Twitter, um, going through a lot of spaces and uh, making sure you guys are getting the word out on all the all the cool stuff that you have coming up. Uh, but yeah, before we get started on all that, on all those awesome details, um, if you just want to give us a little bit of an intro on, you know, how, how you, you yourself got into crypto and, and into the position that you are now, like your journey into the into the space and you know, how did Tommy become the person that he is right now? I'll I'll go way, way back. Um, so, you know, I've I've always had this, you know, entrepreneurial uh, spirit, um, you know, early in the days. I've started a, a few businesses before, you know, uh, talking about Amazon FBA, dropshipping, um, ran a podcast myself. And then, um, you know, crypto was always, was always there, but it wasn't, you know, center focused in my life. Um, until, you know, pretty much the COVID crash happens, right? The COVID crash happens and my, myself and my co-founder, Zushan, you know, we, we're looking at different um, avenues to kind of go into, right? Because we were locked in in our home. We we lived pretty much a couple of minutes from each other. But, you know, we, we, saw, we saw each other a lot in terms of, you know, via the, the virtual platform. And it was just very fitting that we got into crypto during that time I uh, learned a lot about it, right? Everyone goes into that that rabbit hole of, you know, what what is crypto? Is it the future and the utilities around it? And then we stumbled across across NFTs. And when we came across Cardano NFTs, it was a whole different ball game because the community around Cardano NFTs was very inviting and very positive. And that's one of the reasons why we just, we decided to kind of go deep into the Cardano NFT space and uh, and you know build 80 ninjas uh, and this is where we are now about you know 10 months later um, after that you know I quit my job um, in government which is quite slow uh, policy driven um, and you know was a completely different thing with the nft space where you know there was so much agility uh, the space moves pretty much every week every day and uh, Zushan also quit his government job so we worked in the, in the same government department and then now we're both full-time um you know real deep into the, the space that's amazing and and i feel like that's definitely a dream of a lot of people to be able to get out of that nine to five job and being able to pers- like pursue your passions and and you know have the opportunity to do remote work because the you know the beauty about being in the in the crypto industry is that you can work from anywhere as long as you have an internet connection so like how good did it feel to finally, you know, when 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 you finally realize, like, wow, I can really take take this opportunity and, and make it a full time job. Like, how did that feel? That relief uh, of making that transition in your life. So, it, it was actually a, a really big relief, right? Although we were taking on a, a much bigger risk in, in entering the space. Now, Zushan quit uh, about six months after I did. So, you know, and we were having this conversation earlier on because when COVID hit, we were in a very lucky situation that the government job still gave us, you know, the, the we still had our jobs basically and we were working from home. And to be honest with you, 
I was doing about maybe two or three hours of actual work uh, for the government department and still hitting my targets. Uh, that's, that's that's how slow things were in, in this space. And so it's not like it wasn't a a, a tough uh, gig to leave. You know, it was secure. Um, you know, we get a lot of benefits. But then I, I, I wasn't happy. Right, that was the the core metric for me. I was I wasn't you know happy to to do the work. I didn't see any real value in my um, my my work in, into the role. You know, I spent a lot of time building policy, but it not getting anywhere. And so I just said, look, at, at the end of the day. Uh, like Aiden Ninjas makes me like super happy and it's really re- rewarding speaking with the community about what, we, what we're building as well. And so I just made that jump and that jump, you know, it didn't even need to happen because like, like I said, you know, work three hours a day, spend the rest on Aiden Ninjas. But to have uh, like a, a, a priority where it's like full focus, you know, like we do, I do a lot more work now. You know, sometimes I do, you know, 12 hour days uh, to get things uh, out, right? Because of the, the speed and the stuff that we need to do things. But I'm so much more happy. Right? That's the the key thing for me. Um, look, I'm under a lot more stress, all right? But it's a lot more rewarding, and I'm so much more happy in, in this space now. Hell yeah! So, hey Tommy, a few of our listeners may not have heard of Aiden Ninjas before. If you just want to give us a quick rundown of what it is and like what's the end goal for the Ninjas? Yeah, well, shout out to everyone here that's listening. You know, there's a, a few uh, regulars that I see here: Kimberly, Ada Legend, uh, Bitfins. Shout out to you. Um, Ben's, you know, Aiden Ninjas is essentially a multimedia business that focuses on three key verticals. The first being um, Manga Comic, where we get the community to vote on the story that we deliver. The second is music as well. We have three singles out at the moment on Spotify and Apple Music, and they were influenced and voted upon by the community as well. And, you know, they, they got to help us write lyrics. They got to help us co-produce. Uh, so that's really interesting and fun. And then the third thing is gaming. Um, you know, we are looking to de- develop a play and earn game for the Cardano space. Uh, hack it. It's a action uh, hack and slash game that's super fun, uh, brings out the, the ninja spirit in you. And that's what we're kind of focusing our attention to at this point in time. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. I didn't even know you guys produced any tracks. Yeah, just head on to Spotify, type in Aiden Ninjas, and there's uh, three singles out at the moment. Uh, that, it's really cool because if you look at the the accreditation, there's actually um, anyone who's helped us write the lyrics or you know provided input has gotten their names um, on that uh, that list. Wow, that's awesome! So why did Aiden Ninjas choose Cardano out of any other blockchain there is? Great question. Great question. You know, uh, Zushan and I, we first found NFTs on the Ethereum space. And, you know, we had a lot of fun uh, in that space. Uh, and not going to lie, but we also lo- lost a lot of money in that space, you know, because there's a lot of conversation about u- utilities, you know, generative art. And, you know, we're like, okay, well, this is, this is something that we want to build, right? Because one, NFTs provide the opportunity to, for, for you to build a community and connect with them directly. But what we found, you know, in the, in the Ethereum space was that, the, the people that we met and the communities that we met were so, I guess, like short-term minded, um, had really high expectations from the get-go, right? So as, it's like as soon as you sold out, there was, there was this massive like expectation that you had to deliver. Whereas when we got into the Cardano space, you know, people were, were so un- uh, understanding that, like, you know, we're still quite new. NFTs have, uh, uh, the ecosystem is different to how uh, things ran on, on Ethereum. And that was one key reason. Obviously, the second key reason is we actually believe in Cardano um, as, as, a, as a chain, as a protocol. And then, um, you know, Charles Hoskins can, like, you know, I, I, you know, I, I follow him, um, you know, as a person. And I watch a lot of his live streams, you know, compared to someone else on the other chains where I don't really know much about it, right? So this is one of the reasons why we did it. Of course, there's the proof of stake um, consensus uh, protocol. And, you know, we believe in, in that as well, right? Delegating your ADA is very simple. You keep it in your wallet. It's not lost, right? There's, it's risk off. And, you know, combination of all, all these different three things made us just say, look, Cardano was a perfect fit for us. Yeah, and from what I get from your earlier explanation on how you actually just, you know, transitioned into this kind of position, it seemed like you definitely have 
Well, you and your friend definitely have that entrepreneur mindset. You were, you mentioned that you were doing you were trying to do drop shipping. Um, I don't know if you ever tried to do like the the Amazon wholesaling thing. And, you know, just have that mindset of I want to be my own boss. I want to have control of my own schedule. You know, I want to have control of my future. Like how how, you know, did that mindset get you into the position to like, oh, okay, I want to start a project on Cardano. And like, what was the inspiration behind choosing Aiden and just as the project? Like, you know, what was that? What was that thing, that driving force that you were like, okay, yeah, this is what we got to do. This is going to be golden. Like, how, how did that come about? I'll give a, a quite a detailed response because sometimes, you know, a lot of uh, people coming into the space uh, play the NFT space and have fun, you know, uh, you know, find like-minded people. And then they end up saying, okay, this is really cool. I want to make my own project, right? And they don't really understand what's required into building such a project. And so one key shift for, for me was that, you know, I've built um, Amazon FBA businesses before and they were quite success, successful, right? Because you're, all you're doing is managing supply chain, uh, uh, looking at the logistics of the, the product itself and then just sending it to Amazon and then the rest is, is kind of done. But what I realized out of that was, yes, there, there was money coming in. Um, it was quite automated, but it wasn't fun. Like it, it was kind of like I'm just building products and some of these products is not like a passion of mine. It's just money coming in. Whereas with, with 80 Ninjas, it was a complete shift where it was like, okay, where we we, we, tr- we truly believe in the e- NFT ecosystem because we get to build a community that is like-minded and, you know, we can share with these people and it, it, it becomes a, a shared ecosystem of, of uh, return or, or reward, right? It's like, okay, if we if we can do this right, we aren't just going to be the successful ones. It's going to be the community as well that are going to, you know, reap the rewards of, of the, the, our labor. So Zushan and I sat down together and we actually, you know, did this over phone. Although we live like a couple of minutes from each other uh, during COVID, we said, okay, if there was going to be an NFT project, what project can we, uh, would we, we be happy to work on for the next five years, you know, maybe 10 years? Like, is there a theme? Is there a concept? Is there something that we can build that we'd be happy to work every single day for the next 10 years? And it just so happens that, you know, at that time, we, we were really into uh, manga and anime. And we said, okay, well, this is, a, this is a really cool concept. One, it brings together a lot of introverts, you know, who are in the space, are looking to, sh- to share, you know, stories, but aren't necessarily the social type. So getting that community together was uh, a, a really interesting aspect for us. And, of course, anime and, and, and manga, our ability to find artists who kind of, you know, uh, wanted to portray their artwork in that style of, of work as well. Um, you know, everything just came together and it was just kind of like the stars aligned for us uh, with this. And, you know, now it's like we're not just focusing on the community, we're not just focusing on the art, but we have an ability to kind of showcase the, the storytelling side of things, right? Because if you look at manga and, and anime, there's always this um, deeper message of, you know, the, the, the TV series where it's like, there's a there's a protagonist. Um, they need to go through uh, a journey, right? Whether it's a physical journey, uh, a mental battle journey, um, to kind of like grow, right? And it was just like you know, this is what we want to do. We want to showcase a, a, a deeper message um, of, of growth um, and belonging that hopefully is coming through um, at, at a much higher level than what we're doing. No, yeah, definitely. And and from what I've seen with your project is that it seems like you're always expanding, you're always innovating, you're always looking for the next thing that you can add, the next value that you no, the next value source that you can give your community. And one of the things that really caught my eye when I was doing my research and just from understanding what you guys got going on was the creation of, of your game, Shards of Nanava, which really kind of caught me off guard because many of the games that are on you know the cardano ecosystem or the games that people are trying to make they're always they're always marketed as okay this is the project the game but for me to find that you guys are doing the game in addition to the the manga in addition to everything else that you guys are creating it was like wow like how are these guys able to balance everything and really 
just create this entire brand that Ada Ninjas is. So like, I know that it can't be easy balancing everything. So like, what, what are some of the difficulties you've had while making the game or in general of like balancing out everything that you guys want to accomplish? Because I know it's difficult to have your focuses, you know, too uh, separate and, and maybe not give something the attention that it needs. Like, what are, what are some of those difficulties that you faced? So, fortunately, you know, I come from a project management background in in government. Zushan also uh, in a, um, you know, government uh, policy uh, project management background as well. So, we had the necessary skills early on to go, okay, if we have different verticals, how do we manage that from a project management point of view, right? So, we have a lot of uh, project management tools, uh, scheduling tools, resourcing tools, to kind of better understand, okay, if we were to de- deliver this, how many people do we need? Um, you know, how long will it take? And then how do we manage that from a, a marketing and communications uh, point of view, right? And we've been kind of learning as as we we, we grew in terms of the marketing point of view. Um, we've onboarded uh, a number of people specifically for the marketing side of things, but ultimately, you know, hiring someone from the Web two space into Web three, you know, that they they themselves may not know the right things to do and we uh you know being in the space for, for some time now we always know what's right what's wrong and it's just a matter of uh, adapting right and ada in terms of you know the the market sentiment when we launched has only gone down since and so it's actually kept us on our toes to to, to keep saying okay well how do we continue to stay lean how do we continue to be agile you know we have these three verticals but what's the what's the best way for us to to Per, you know, uh, develop those products for the community. And I, I'm not saying it, it's easy. It's definitely difficult managing uh, different verticals, but we have a great team behind us who help us do that. You know, Mirai Music, uh, you know, pretty much look after all the music production for us. And we're just managing, um, you know, some of the executive decisions. But strategically, uh, it, it's very simple, right? We're, we're creating community-driven music and it's just about onboarding artists uh, into the space and getting the community to kind of provide the input the the storytelling side is a bit more difficult right because you know we've onboarded uh our storyteller ignacio and you know he, he's come from a background of film um, and script script writing and we've had to kind of you know adjust how we write certain things right because you know if, if you were to do this in the traditional space you'd have about you know six months to a year to write you know, your story and your scripts and put all the details together and make sure they kind of connect right but we don't have that luxury and so we're kind of writing the story as we go. But that's the beauty of, I guess, community-driven uh, story and decentralization is that, uh, you know, the community now have a, an opportunity to vote on that story. But to, to answer your question, it, it's not easy, not easy. But uh, we, luckily, we have two two co-founders that can kind of manage um, that side of things. Sweet. I've also seen that you guys got a Ninjas token. I was wondering, is there currently any use case for it? And- how do you guys plan on like applying a token to like elevate your project in a way? So we had we started conversations about, about our ninjas token uh, around December last year, and uh, now it's just come kind of come to, to fruition in terms of its utility, and the utility will be for the game um, and the, the ninjas ecosystem. Um, part of the, the the token utility will have, I guess, a, a DAO treasury. Where the community get to to vote on how I guess some of those allocations are used, then uh, the main I guess utility is actually buying the in-game uh, items uh, via the marketplace, uh, getting you know earning the rewards as you play the game and complete I guess the the game itself, and so that for us will be the the key utility uh, moving forward for the token. Sweet, I've also seen on you guys' website you guys do have a manga already out. Um, what are your goals for the manga like comics that you guys have been creating? Is there going to be any physicals or anything? Yeah, what do you yeah, definitely. For? Part also I wanted to ask was like, what type of future do you hope for? For, for us, it, it, you know, the the thing that we want to grow is is the story, right? It, it's it's the IP that's attached to the story that we want to continue building, and that can be manifested in in many products right whether it's the the manga comic or whether it's in the game um, or whether it's an anime and you know we know that this actually takes time um to to build such a world and we have about 100 pages of of law 
um, on, on our Wiki fandom page. And we're just going to continue building that, right? Our ultimate goal is to have such a strong um, law and IP that when anyone thinks of 80 ninjas, they know the world of Nineveh and what we've created, not necessarily, you know, the the one product, which is either the manga or the game. Um, the manga is really awesome in the sense that we get to visualize some of the, the story and, and showcase it through that, that visual format. Um, we've released about 300 pages of that so far, and it's, it's the origin story of the first two clans. We intend to do the origin story of the three clans, and then after that, uh, start the, the 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 real work you can say, which is a you know showcasing the protagonist um, Adan, who will be the the lead character of you know what we want to be the anime um, in the coming years. That's awesome, and I I've been checking out everything that you guys have you know had in the works and things that are coming up. So. One one theme that I've seen across all the spaces that you guys have been doing and all the promotion is is regarding to the burn that you guys have coming up. But, you know, one thing that I was a little bit confused on was like how exactly would it be implemented? Is it would it be something that affects the manga series? Would it be something that affects the video game? Like if you can give us, you know, just an overall background of like what does the burn actually do? And in like a simple term for maybe somebody that hasn't been keeping up with your project. Yeah, well, a hundred percent. You know, the this fourth collection is is definitely going to be, um, definitely going to be impacting the story, right? We have story elements that we haven't released to the community just yet, and it, it's going to be all revealed in the coming week. And how the burn, you know, the the, the total number of the burns will have a an impact on how we build that story as well, right? Because what with the burn, we have the three clans, but you need to send four ninjas, so one of each clan plus a fourth of your choice. And of course, by doing that, there's going to be a, I guess, uh, a difference in the, the total uh, burnt ninjas of the three seasons. And I can't re- release too much of that story because that story hasn't hasn't been written. But we have some key points that we have. Uh, ready and waiting until the burn has come. And of course, we're, we're going to showcase Adan in the story as well. We have written a script uh, about Adan, but there's uh, a lot more for where that came from. Yeah, and also another thing that I saw was um, the mention of the clan wars. Because when I was when I was checking everything out, I saw that you guys had everybody separated into like different types um, in the story. So would would like each clan have its own leader and they and, and like how would that work like how, would that be affected into the in the manga as well is like and, and another question is what you guys have going on with the manga directly related to the game or are they kind of like their own separate thing or like maybe do some things translate and some things don't translate No they they all they all interconnected right so you know, we have the three clans, Arama, Atsuko, and Daisuke, and, you know, they're at war. They're at war in the year 2033 20, 20, and in, in the world of Nineveh. And when we think about building the game, the game is based off the three clans as well. So when you join the, the game, you have to, you, have to um, you know, pick a clan, and then you have to fight for that clan. And then what we want to introduce is certain aspects of our law when it comes to the enemies, right? Because each clan will have their own, I guess, um, minions that they, they kind of spawn and, and how, how does that impact the game and, and, I guess, some of the assets. And then, you know, with the burn coming up, you mentioned the clan wars. You know, early on, we, we, we did these mini events where the three clans got together uh, on Discord and then we did kind of did like a, a role-playing aspect of the, the clan wars right so uh the clans had to uh collectively make a decision and then that decision impacted on how the clan wars uh the outcome of the clan wars so we want to take that to, to the next level as well with the game with the because you know, we have clan territory wars in the game where you have to join up join forces with other clan members um and and kind of pvp in that space and then we will you know introduce the story in that side as well so 
so, so many ways we can we can build this. Um, it's just different. It's storytelling, but in in different um, you know for platforms and formats. No, that's awesome, and that's definitely that's definitely revolutionary because um, I know that there are definitely a lot of anime watchers and people that you know love love manga that would love to have a say in what happens in their favorite shows. That would love to have a say in what happens to their favorite characters or anything that happens in the story. So this is really innovative in the in the way that everybody's getting you know their voice heard on on what's going on, and, and they're having you know a firsthand. Uh, a firsthand effect on what's actually happening in the story. So I think that's super awesome. Um, I know that there are a couple people listening right now. So I just want to remind you guys that if you have any questions and, and if you have anything you want to ask, you can raise your hand and we'll bring you up when we have the time to. Um, so feel free to raise your hand if you have anything to ask. But um, I just wanted to make sure that you guys understood that. But going back to everything that you guys got going on again, uh, I was peeping and it seemed like you guys up, updated your roadmap uh, very frequently because when I was going through the roadmap, it seemed like every everything was damn near done. Like everything said completed. So is it is it a thing where you guys are actually about to be done with your roadmap or do you guys update it every time you guys complete something? Because um, if it is, that you know you're almost done with your roadmap you know what does that entail like what, what kind of things are you looking forward uh to doing and if you update it then i guess that that question doesn't really pertain look with with the, the space is evolving so so much that you know we have to be agile and adapt to the space as well and we know that you know yes when we first started we had a, a really clear vision of what we wanted to do with certain things um but you know as the as the ecosystem matures and the innovations are brought on and the, the people that we meet we kind of make uh, ex executive decisions to kind of expand the roadmap uh you know introduce new things for example the game was a a, a an introduction uh, a couple of months in, into the space and then um you know what we're what we're trying to do is always be transparent with the community and what what it is that we're building and it's it's really nice to see see that you know now that we're 10 months in we've checked off a lot of the initial you know roadmap uh ideas um and, and now it's just about well how do we can continue to build and continue to pro provide value the you know the token itself was a really big implementation um so that has a lot of i guess uh stuff that we need to write in terms of the white paper the game itself as well and what we want to develop in the future so we've developed an mvp you can actually log, log on uh, using a uh, Cardano wallet, play the game, but that is still just a prototype. So now what we're doing is writing up a like quite a, a technical document, um, which is the the game design document, uh, which which expands on the, the core mechanics of the game, the art style, and then I guess you know the, the player progression, and that's going to come out in the near future as well. That's about thirty pages long, but it's it's real. I guess technical technical document of exactly what what, what we're building for the community. So, yeah, it's 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 always expanding, but it, it's always good to to share that with the community as well. Hell yeah, congrats! But you guys have been here for ten months. I mean, there's tens, if not hundreds, of projects who started even after you who are not here still. I mean, if you had a chance to go back and start over, what would you change? Um, well, that's that's a that's a loaded question. Uh, a great question. Um, the the thing that we have realized in this space is that no matter what you do in terms of like how good your roadmap is, how good your your team is, or like how good your decisions are, like things can change almost in a, in an instant because of what what's happening in, in the space with you know development, right? And you know, for for example, you know, there could be a new innovation that comes through when it comes to like a DeFi protocol or, um, you know, a, a new marketplace pops up with a different functionality, right? And then it then it changes what products we can develop right, on, on top of what we're building. And, you know, the, the token was a, a good example. You know, earlier on projects, there was a, a, a meta or a narrative around, you know, DAOs. So a lot of DAOs came up, um, tokens, then a lot of tokens were being introduced. We didn't want to follow 
that that meta because we're like okay if we introduce a token without a utility then it's just going to be downhill from from there but in terms of like what one key thing that we think we should have done earlier on was maybe not have a collection size for each season as large um you know because we have about twenty six thousand nfts at the moment now after the burn it'll be about twenty thousand but you know had we gone you know maybe uh five thousand each clan uh, would have been a lot more easier for us to to kind of manage some of the expectations um because you know we, we we grew quite quickly in this span of 10 years uh, 10 years 10 10 months yeah and it looks like elias has um a question or, or you want to speak up i know that he's on your team so elias feel free to to introduce yourself and and you know we're glad to have you up here Hello, hello, guys. Uh, good morning, good evening, good afternoon from any part of the world you are. Can you guys hear me clearly? Yeah, perfect. Yeah. So I just want to comment on what um, Tommy mentioned a while ago. Um, you asked him um, what, given that uh, we're 10 months here in the space, so what would he change? So I thought that he would change his clan to Atsuko. So he's strapping RMR, so I thought that maybe he realized that Atsuko is the best. <laughs> but yeah. Um, kidding aside, just to expand on um, the clan war. So uh, just to give you a background on the clan. So for the context that um, the, the people who are visiting here that who doesn't have any idea what are the clans is, uh, what are the clans are. So first, um, we have three clans. So the first clan that we release is Aramar clan. So they are branded as the um, guardians of the Nineveh. They're like the elites and the protector of Nineveh. The Nineveh is the country of our lore. So... The, the next clan, the second season that we release is Atsuko. So, of course, if there's a guardian, so they are the outlaws. So, they are rumored to be practicing the dark arts. So, as you can see, the, the art of the NFTs that we produce is um, quite different from the first one. And recently, the last um, clan that we release is Daisuke. So, they are the nomads. So, they are focused more on the environment. So, all of the three clans are going to war on August 30. So... Yeah, that, that's uh, just a brief background of all the details that we have. No, thank you so much for giving everybody that background information. Not, I'm sure that there's people that didn't under, that didn't know that or that aren't familiar with what you guys got going on. So thank you so much for you know keeping us informed. Um. So so yeah, so Tommy, we were talking a lot about you know how you've progressed. You're you're completing your roadmap. You're hitting all the all the checks, you know, you're, you're checking all the boxes, you're dotting all the I's. There are many, many people that see you guys as inspirations. There are many, many people that, you know, are in your same position that you were, are stuck in, in a job that they don't find challenging, that they don't find inspirational. They feel like they're wasting away their life every single day, the same routine over and over and are looking for an escape. And some of those people might think, okay, maybe an NFT project is for me. Maybe this is something that I should pursue, and maybe this is something that could change my life. So, if you were you were to t talk to somebody that you know was in your position, you know how you were a couple uh, a couple years ago, you know what kind of tips would you give them? Starting something new. What what are some things that you wish you knew? You know, just kind of like. If you were to be a mentor to somebody, what would you want them to know? So the the one tip I'll give someone is that if you were, you know, going to go all in on, you know, the idea of an NFC project, then you need to be ready to be, I guess, mentally challenged every single day because what you are building in the space is is innovation and you will need to make decisions that you know sometimes aren't like there aren't answers for in the traditional space and sometimes you need to make you know decisions that you know, between two i guess not so good decisions right but one has to be better and you need to move forward with things and it, it, it is quite tough because you know there will be times where you're like oh man this this is this this wasn't good in terms of how we implemented it. You know, in hindsight, there's a lot of lessons learned that can be made. So you have to be ready for that mental challenge and take each day 
you know, as it comes, but be ready to kind of take action as soon as you can to, to move things forward. Because this space, you know, as, as fun, you know, as fun as it is and as rewarding as it is, you know, there's a lot of expectations and, you know, you need to uh, build the, the skill set really quickly as to how to manage uh, things on the fly. And like I said before, like you, you can be the best project manager or the best team, but that, that doesn't mean that you will, you will have a successful project um, because you need to, you know, think, think very critically in how you're making decisions because, you know, one decision you make today in maybe two weeks' time, it may be redundant um, or obsolete based on certain events. So when you guys first started out, we were in a pretty much a nice little bull run, but lately the market is dead. A lot of discourse on that active. Um, how do you continue to engage with your community and kind of uh, keep up with them and still let them know, hey, we're still here, we're building? Yeah, the the best the best thing um, I, I would say to that is you still have a, a core community that come back to your Discord that, that still want to chat with you. Yes, maybe it's not a thousand people, you know, maybe it is 500, maybe it's a bit less, but, you know, you still have people that believe in you and, and that's what you have to build for. And if, if that means, you know, uh, shifting certain of your certain ways to communicate um, or, you know, adjusting your roadmap to better fit the, the core community, that's what you do, right? Because these guys are still active and they want to speak to you. They want to speak to someone. You know, there's a reason why people come to our Discord and, and still chat with us, right? We, we still have a, a quite a, 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 an active Discord. But then ultimately, what, you know, myself and Zushan, we're in, this, in the Discord and in the space as well. We're having conversations with people, you know, letting them know that we're still here. You know, we're still building. And, and ultimately, when the bull run, you know, you can say comes back, you know, we have a lot more to show for it when it comes to what, what we build. And it's not just about concepts and, and, and kind of like, you know, this is what we will do. But it's like, okay, well, this is what we've done. And now it's just about showcasing it to the rest of the world. Yeah, and playing on playing on that topic of, of the, the bear market and how a lot of these discords are emptying and, you know, just the, the volume on the marketplaces and everybody seems to be, you know, leaving. As somebody that, that has went through the process of starting a project and knows what it takes to sell out a project, especially a collection that's your magnitude and your size. I know, you, I, think, I think you guys have like 28,000 NFTs around there, right? Like 20,000 plus. Um, something that I've seen consistently within the last month or two is that there's many projects launching that aren't selling out. There's many projects launching that aren't being successful and, and they, they either dip under mint price right away or they just don't have any enough activity or enough hype behind, you know, what they're launching. So what would you say to the people that are starting now that are facing these kind of market conditions that were unprecedented when you started? What kind of, you know, how would you maneuver it? If you had to start over right now, Aiden Ninja starting, it's launching, you know, next week or whatever, you know, in this market, what kind of, what kind of strategies would you use, you know, to, to, to overcome it, even though, you know, so many people are being phased and ultimately a lot of projects are dying before they could even get a chance to shine. That's a really good question, and you know we have a, um, a a ninjas launch pad that we are running at the moment, and we have three projects that we're supporting in in building their project in the current market. the The one thing I would recommend and highly recommend to any any project starting today is that don't look to uh, sell like your core collection or that big collection right off the bat. Right, you need to adjust. Uh, you know, one thing that, that you need to do is uh, at the moment is kind of like, okay, well, show to the community who you are as a, as a person, as a, as a project lead, build trust with the community. And then, of course, uh, you know, have a product roadmap that's, you know, uh, aligned to the market or product market fit. And as long as you can showcase these core elements, you will be able to deliver on your uh, project. Although it will take a lot longer because there's less people and and it's not, I guess, run by by hype, you can say to a degree. And so, you know, taking that one step at a time. Okay, well, build trust with the community. So you need to take some more more time to kind of showcase uh, your your previous work or you know like show them that you can build. 
and, and deliver on, on the product. And that might even mean, hey, let's do a, a mini job first, where it's like, okay, we have this really big vision uh, of a roadmap, but we wanted to just deliver the this first part of it, right? So if that means doing a an OG uh, collection or a Genesis drop that kind of provides seed funding to the project, you, you do a, a 500 NFT drop, get the funding and then deliver. And once you've been able to deliver, then it's like, okay, this is the proof of concept. I've shown to the community that uh, we have shown to the community that we can uh, can build, um, we can deliver based on our roadmap, um, and now it's just about going full scale. That is what I think uh, should be the, the the thing that someone focuses on first, because it, it's it's it does it does two things, right? The first thing is okay, I'm starting a, a project. Can I actually deliver? Uh, two is the, is there a community that that really wants to be involved? You know, the, the early adopters, the uh, people that re- really believe in me, and then two, is there um, product market fit? Like, is my roadmap actually aligns with the market, and is that what the, what the people want? So, you know, it, it 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 takes time, but this is where you'll be able to really build the right product, and that's based around utility um, and value, and not just hype. No, those are those are super valuable tips, super valuable pointers. Anybody that's in the audience that's listening. And you've even thought about starting your own project or say you do have your own project and it's, you know, maybe it's not doing as well as you want it to definitely take those tips into account. Um, because, you know, everybody, you know, if you're, if you're trying to accomplish something and it, you know, it seems to be like slipping out of your hands, never feel too scared or ashamed to ask for help and, you know, reach out to any of your fellow community members that may have ex- more experience than you, uh, you know, make sure you guys definitely do that. And in the name of community, I just want to give you guys a last reminder um, before we end the podcast. We have about 20 minutes left before we end that we are holding two giveaways on the Ada Ninjas Twitter, uh, Twitter and the Club Real Twitter. If you guys haven't entered, you guys can go ahead and enter now. They're pinned at the top. So that way you guys can join the giveaway before it ends. We're going to be announcing the winners at the end of the space. And I would hate for anybody to not have a chance to win some ADA and free NFTs. Those are definitely always good. Um, But continuing on what we were saying, Tommy, um, I really appreciate all the answers that you're giving. Um, You're being super, super helpful. It it just shows your character and, you know, your, your want to help the community succeed. You know, that's definitely admirable. And that's definitely something that we need in this space is to have these people that are OGs in the space that been here almost a year um, that can hold the hand of the people that are coming in now and, and that that see you know see us as inspiration in, in a way um so say you're thinking about projects as a whole on the ecosystem and obviously you have your tiered projects you have some that do really really well and you have some that just kind of coast along i would consider your project definitely a high caliber project I would consider your project one of the one of the most well thought out, well developed, community driven projects in the space. So, give me a little bit more depth. Give me a little bit, you know, give me a, a little bit more on what it takes to build not only build a project because you gave me that, but build a project of your caliber, something that can take over the space, something that can be a name in the industry, something that can be a household name. What what is that? What do you feel like? Is, is that edge for you guys? I think the one thing that has always kept us relevant in this space is that, you know, we developed a product roadmap that is evergreen. You know, if you develop a, a strong enough story that is the the foundation of everything else that you're you're building then it becomes very very easy to continue to showcase uh products um and 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 deliver new new value into the ecosystem and that's one thing i think a lot of projects are lacking in this in the sense that okay you know we're going to build a a project it's going to be a pfp project and one one of the reasons why you see people leaving those projects is that okay well there hasn't been enough value provided to me as a as a holder where I want to come back 
and kind of like you know uh, enjoy the experience right so having continued interactions and experiences with the community is where i think you know you will continue to stay relevant in the space and you know people will come and go and it's quite natural but it's it's more about well if if we have different customer types and how do we uh, attend to those customer types as well you know some people really like reading some people hate reading so how do we continue to showcase the story outside of the medium format which is the, the written format that's why we have the game you know, some people really love gaming so we can showcase the story through the gaming experience some people really like um you know uh, the visual aspects right they hate reading but you know they, they love the, the the visuals so the comics there uh, we have a lot of uh written story as well right with the blacksmith origin story um and some of the clan wars that we, we're going to release as well so people can spend some time reading that so i think it's just about looking at your your core audience and understanding that not everyone uh you know it's not like a one size uh, fits all and then continue, continuing to do that and, and sticking to build that brand then i think that's why you know we've been able to you know sell out for example the daisuke um the third clan as you know during the the, the bear market in the sense that you know we've built a a a character or a personality around the, this clan that people are buying because they want to be part of the part of the clan and part of the the role playing experience not necessarily there just to to make a profit and once you can get to that point i think you know no matter what you do there will be people there who want to experience that um and it's not just not just here about the make, flipping and making a profit because once you you know if someone wants to come in uh mint and then flip then ultimately they're not there for the project itself they're just there with money in mind right and if you can get yourself away from that mentality uh you'll be a a, a project that people will will, will be like we will be known for no it, th- those are awesome i i really appreciate you going into detail there because you you touched on some very valuable points on mediums which before you said it i didn't really even think about where you have some people that love visuals, some people that love reading, some people that love games, being able, being able to to appeal to every type of customer, is something that definitely sets you guys apart. And I didn't even notice that until now. Um, so that's definitely something super valuable. Before we have about ten minutes left, guys, in the episode, I want to open it up to questions. If you have any questions, raise your hand, um, and we'll get you in before we finish. If not, that's okay. Uh, you know, if you love hearing my voice, I can keep talking. That's fine. I have no problem with that. But go ahead and raise your hand, and and I'll and I'll add you up where you know when when it's a good time. But you know, speaking speaking of always innovating, speaking of reaching people in different you know areas, different interests, I came across a very 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 interesting tweet on your Twitter where you announced a partnership with Virtua on Cardano Island. Um, if you guys don't know, Virtua is building something absolutely unreal, uh, uh, their metaverse platform. And if you can just give us, you know, say what you can on what kind of plans you have with Virtua and, uh, you know, just let us in on, on, on what we, we know, what you have in store for the future with them. So Virtua is an all-encompassing metaverse experience, and one thing that we grabbed on early, uh, early on is that you know they have a platform where they can showcase comics um, in a very interesting uh, manner, and th- where we're working with them, you know, in in partnership to kind of un- understand how we can showcase our story, um, and and kind of showcase our storytelling via their their platform, whether at whether it's you know, their uh, comic reader or in the metaverse space, right? The metaverse space is still quite young, although there are a lot of projects building. Um, we just know that it takes a lot of resources to kind of get the metaverse into a a a, a place where it's actually functional and, and providing value to the ecosystem, right? Because, you know, buying plots of land is, is really cool and awesome, but, you know, well, how is that land used? Um, how, how can you build on top of that land and how do you share and interact uh, on top of that? So we're continuing to have conversations with them. Um, and of course, the moment they have a, a functioning product, we'll be able to kind of, you know, 
support some of our ninjas into the space and the the opportunities are endless uh, after that right it's about but can we run around as ninjas uh can we fight as ninjas can we you know chat um and kind of go on quests as ninjas you know what can we actually build um in in such a, a virtual space and I, I can't say too much but bec- well because there's just so many ideas in, in my my head at the moment and we just got to knuckle down into this one core concept that we want to build with them um and the time will come when the, the bigger announcements uh will, will be announced that's definitely super exciting and when i when i saw that i was like oh damn that you know they, they're gonna surprise us with something crazy and and they have you know so much capability to to you know give projects um you know the ability to get into that vr space which is something that i feel like has a lot of potential in the future um but now that we're nearing the end we're actually already drew the giveaway winners but i want to ask you guys tommy and and Elias, how do you guys want to draw your winners? Do you want to draw them after and you announce it on your Twitter? Or do you want to draw your winners now, send them to me so that I can announce it here? Whichever way is more comfortable for you guys. What do you think? Yeah, um, we're going to draw the winners now and I'll send it to you. Okay, perfect. Okay, perfect. All right, so while we're going out, we're, while we're sending out the winners, if you guys have any questions, raise your hand. You have, oh, we got a request. Perfect. We have Bitfins. Bitfins, I know that. Um, wait. All right. Hello. Yo, what's up? How y'all doing? Hey, how are you? Yeah, I'm chilling. I just wanted to know what uh what Bitfins the audience is getting from your guys' giveaway. I know you both got a couple fish in there or something. Oh yeah, this is it's it's from it's from your recent uh land sale. Land sale? You mean like uh? We didn't do land, so. Well, the here I'll I'll, I'll name the exact one so that they... <laughs> I'm not trying to get flustered. You, my bad. <laughs> oh, no, you're good, man. You're good, man. No but, uh, I know that I. And then I guess like what clan pertaining to Aiden? Like you guys are giving Aiden and just two assets too, right? What clan are they? They getting alongside that? Okay, so for the fishes, they're gonna get Nova tiles in the pink and penguin statues. Oh, there you go. Nice. Yeah, uh, I thought it was ninjas. It looked yeah, like sorry. Thought it was land. But go ahead. Yeah, and for the ninjas, it's uh, our third clan, so it's Daisuke. Dude, somebody made uh somebody made an aquarium earlier. They're saying they were team Daisuke. It was uh Lars of us. You guys know him? I just pinned Yes, Lars of us. Yes, of course. Yeah, I just pinned him up top. He he put uh he put some fish in there with some of his uh, NFTs from you guys. They look pretty sick. Yeah, awesome. So we're going to go ahead and announce our three winners. Um, so one winner is going to have the the penguin statue or the Nova tile. You guys get to pick from the Bitfins project. Another winner is going to win the Ada Ninja NFT, and another winner is going to win the 25 Ada. So the way that we're going to do it is when I announce the names, the first person that DMs is going to get first choice, and then we're going to move down depending on whichever are available. So, I'm gonna announce three winners right now. At Digital Jack Zero, at Hold G8, at DU3CE Quick. Man, you gotta pick a better name, bro. What is going on with that? Jack O Lantern, Crypto Kev, and Scott's Blessed. You know what? I should have just done that in the first place, man. What is wrong with me trying to trying to read out these ads, man? <laughs> So go ahead, guys, DM. You better DM quick because you know, that's going to decide which order you get it. And now for the winners of the Ada Ninjas giveaway. Oh, wow. We actually have a repeating winner. Jack O'Lantern. You want to, to redraw? Or, yeah. Um, you know, just redraw one for Jack O'Lantern. Jack O'Lantern, <laughs> you, know, you almost had two prizes, but I'm not going to let that slide. So don't get too excited. The other winner is Audrey0901. The other winner is Badrus Shole. And if they're not in the space right now, um, if you guys you guys can DM them, Ada Ninjas, to make sure that you know we get they in contact and, and we can get all that set up. Sound good? 
For sure. For sure. All right, awesome. It looks like we have one last question before we finally head out here. Let me add you up. Benz. How you doing, Ben? I'm doing well. How about you guys? Doing great, doing great. What you have for us? Yeah, um, you know, I'm, I just wanted to ask, since I've, we got an audience here, um, I just wanted to know when anime. That's all. <laughs> We're working on it. We're working hard on, on making this happen. Um, you know, one thing that we've done is to people here who, who don't know, you know, we... Our ultimate, ultimate goal is to create uh, an anime a series for the project. And we have written the first uh, screenplay of the first episode. Uh, that's about 22 minutes. You can read it on our, on our Discord in one of the channels. And, you know, it, it showcases Adan, who's the, the main protagonist, as he kind of traverses the, the world of Nineveh and interacts with the, the three clans. One thing that we want to do is have conversations with certain uh, production studios. And we have already had conversations with uh, Japanese animation studios about the costs and uh, I guess resourcing and time to make that happen. Um, and now for us, it's just about making it happen. Um, but, you know, we have a lot of uh, other priorities at the moment in terms of the, the token in the game, but there will be a time. And I think there will be a special place in the um, the Dow Treasury uh, for when, when the time comes to kind of make this happen uh, for the community. Appreciate that clarity, uh, Tommy. Thanks for coming up, asking that you no know, awesome questions. I'm sure that a lot of people in the community are wondering the same thing. So being the voice for the people that you know might not have the guts to come up here and speak is uh, definitely awesome of you. But other than that, I'm gonna have a last call. Anybody that has questions, the last call. If nobody else raises their hands, I'm gonna give you guys like ten seconds to raise your hand. If you guys don't raise your hand in 10 seconds. Benz, you, already you want something else? Go ahead, Benz. I'll see you guys in Vegas. Peace. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for coming around. Oh, we got another. All right. We got. All right. Perfect. Scott Bless, the winner of one of the giveaways. This is the last speaker, guys. And then we're going to have to end it up here. Can I get an, a question while they're coming up? It's a fun one. Of course, of course. No no worries. All right, Aiden Ninjas, both team members. What's your favorite hair color on any ninja you've done? Oh, hair color. Um, I like the, the, the two-tone colors. Um, so if you go into my, my uh, profile pic, there's uh, uh, not this one, but on my Tippy Blades one, there's a, a blue and kind of like pink highlights uh i guess hair color i i really love the two-tone colors um that are coming through it's it's, it's very anime it's very you know uh k-pop um so that, that's cool yeah and for me I, I i like the afro one from the rmr but for the atsuko i like the baseball cap one so i i, I resonated with myself because i'm always wearing a cap so yeah Awesome. So let's go ahead and get to Scott. What, what is your question? Yo, thank you guys for having me up. Um, uh, you know, I wanted an ADA, nin ADA ninja, but I won't be greedy. Can you tell me the the uh, the three options that I got from um, winning the first one? Oh, no no worries. Well, so you have the option of an ADA ninja's NFT, a Bitfin's NFT, or a 25 ADA. And it all it depends on, you know, first come, first serve. So go ahead and, and treat it so I tried to I tried to send a DM and it wasn't working. But I mean, if I if I could, I, I would like the ADA Ninja. Okay, so don't worry, we're gonna reach out to all the winners at the end after this is over and make sure that we take care of you guys. So no worries. Thank you, I appreciate it. Hey. <laughs> he slid up here and said I had to make sure I get that Ninja, bro. <laughs> hey, you know what I mean? I've, I you know what I've I've uh, I've seen the project for about as long as I've been in NFTs for probably the the ten months that. That they first started, but I wasn't able to mint one at the on the mint. You know, I was just learning everything, and um, you know, now that I've been I've been in crypto and, and NFTs for a while, um, and uh, I hear what they're doing with the project and everything. You know, I decided, well, you know, I want I want a ninja. So 
So if I don't get one here, I'm probably going to go buy one. That we're going to definitely try to take care of you. And if, if somebody else claimed it before you, man, then, you know, we got to be fair to everybody else. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. We'll make sure that you get, you get, uh, you get something for sure. Um, and congrat- congratulations to everyone in the giveaway. Guys, all yeah, of our giveaways you. are real. Okay. I, I don't, you know, all of our giveaways are real, man. You know, integrity is something, you know, that's super big to me. So if you find out that I'm faking a giveaway, man, I'll dox myself. You know, come in, come and speak to me. Cause, uh, all of my giveaways are real. But thank you guys so much for coming out. Thank you for Ada Ninjas for coming out. Tommy and Elias for coming and speaking on the Ada Ninjas project. Thank you for coming to the, I think this is the fourth episode of the club. Um, we've started this about a month ago now. And just the support that we've been getting for from the community members and, and people that have been friends to me for the last year that I've been in this space has been immeasurable. So everybody that has given me kind words and suggestions and, and, you know, everything and shout out to my co-host Fauci for, you know, being there every step of the way and making sure that we can put on an an awesome space and awesome podcast for you guys. Um, We definitely have plans to make this bigger and bigger and better. And I appreciate Aiden and just for coming on and and being one of our early guests. And I, I hope that we can have you on again when, when you guys are, um, you know, creating your own anime show and the game is mainstream and, and going crazy. We would love to have you on again. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for the space. It was fun. Yep. Thank you. Thank you guys for all showing up. Really appreciate the Yeah. Thank you guys for having us. And yeah, just a quick reminder our burn is on the August 30th. So you, all you need to do is to send four ninjas and eight ADA. And uh, we will post the eight burn address on our website. So yeah, let's get it for the war. All right, perfect. Everybody have an awesome night, day, or evening. We will see you guys next week, Saturday, 9 p.m. EST. Peace.